0: Three weeks after winning the Super Bowl, the Chiefs are back at it, along with 31 other teams at the NFL Combine. Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast presented by Big O Tires. It's Monday, February 24th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Chiefs beat writers Herbie Teopi and Sam McDowell are en route to the Combine in Indianapolis. That's where NFL coaches and officials will scout, test, interview, and observe more than 300 prospects. It's become such a popular event that much of the action, the workouts, will be televised by the NFL Network in prime time. Herbie and Sam are there to report and write about the event, but before heading out, they stop by the Sports BKC studio for a preview. Here are Herbie and Sam. We're here with Herbie Teope and Sam McDowell before they hop in a car together here from downtown Kansas City and pointed east on Interstate 70. Not stopping until they reach Indianapolis and the NFL Combine. I can't thank you guys enough for stopping in before you've hit the road, Herbie and Sam. What are you looking forward to most, not from the Combine, but spending seven and a half, eight
1: hours together in the car? Just the constant smell of smoke.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It'll be like family vacation. That's the way I see it. we, We might have to take some detours. Our group text is
1: gonna get a lot of complaints. So you, Blair, you, Vahe and Melly should be should just be ready for constant updates probably. <laughs> but you know, we're not gonna be alone. You know who else is going with us? Matt and Derek. I how about that? Well, I thought that? you knew that. I thought you knew uh, that. Oh, that's terrific. Does um, so this count as shotgun?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam called shotgun. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure
0: that uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll, have a, you'll have a ball uh, in, in the car on the way. <laughs> <laughs> After all, you, you shared a house for eight days in Miami just earlier days? this
1: month. Yeah. I thought it was like ten days. There, it seemed like it seemed like twenty. <laughs> there were witnesses there, though. <laughs> you guys are
0: heading to the NFL Combine, and look, Chiefs fans have been in tune with the Combine as long as there has been a Combine. But maybe it's a little bit different feeling this year with the Chiefs coming off the Super Bowl victory. Herbie, let me ask you: just just take us through a Cliff's Notes version of what the Combine is, why it exists, and uh,
2: and what are the Chiefs hoping to get out of it. Well, the combine was first came into existence because it allowed teams to meet prospects and the all-important medical evaluations. Forget all the the TV glamour you see with workouts. That, that's not what the combine is about. The combine is designed for teams to get to know players in formal interviews and medical evaluations because they don't prod them during the college football season and this is an important tool for the draft this is all part of the draft evaluation process did i just say evaluation process <laughs> oh my goodness but that's basically what it is you will get a lot of uh oh sam mcdowell ran a 4.24 but you know what i always go back to herm edwards when um, the first combat i covered when he was the head coach here And he said, hey, this is a football pageant. That's all it is. It's a beauty pageant. You see a lot of players running around in shorts and T-shirts. We already know what they can do because of the tape. The the workouts just reinforce what you see on the tape. So there aren't going to be that many draft decisions that are going to be changed because of what a player does with a drill. It's all about the formal interview process and medical evaluations.
0: I thought it was a 4.23, Sam, by the way. I, th- I thought you ran a little t- a tick, a tick faster than, than what you got credit for. Let, let's establish not um, not every NFL draft prospect is at the combine. Correct. What's what's the total numbers? Is it in the neighborhood of 300 or something? Yeah,
2: last year there were 333. Uh, my understanding is it's 330-plus again. Uh, but just because a player doesn't get invited to the combine doesn't mean he won't get drafted. Because um, as Dane Brugler likes to always point out, he's a former – NFL draft analyst for DraftScout.com, and now he's with the Athletic. He always points out every year in the draft, there's a hundred players that get selected by a team that were not invited to the combine. So you don't always have to you don't have to always say, "Oh, these guys are they're draftable." Not not all the time. Well,
0: and I think one of the uh, cool things to me about the combine is not only do you see players from Clemson and Alabama and Oklahoma and Notre Dame. Ohio State, but also you you catch the occasional Northwest Missouri State guy there, the Pittsburgh State guy, Washburn. I mean, guys that uh, um, that look there's tape on them too. But the combine does give them an opportunity to talk to NFL you know scouts and NFL personnel.
2: Yeah, the key thing with with the interview process, and this is where a lot of people always get confused. You have two types of interviews. You have your informal interviews and the formal. The formal interviews by NFL regulations, and they changed it this year, in years past it used to be 60, 60 formal interviews, that means the team can only have 60 formal interviews of the 300 plus prospects that are there. This year it's 45, and, and the reason why it's 45, and they gave them 18 minutes as opposed to 15 minutes, is because the NFL, being what they are, they're a runaway cash cow, they decided to move the workouts, which used to televise during the day. It's now prime time. And that's now going to take away time for teams to meet with players. So they had to be selective before meeting with 60. They're going to have to be ultra-selective now meeting with 45.
1: Describe to us, though, you know, because you've been covering this for over a decade now, what the difference between formal and, and an informal
2: interview is. A, a formal interview could be if, if a team prospect – if a team bumps into Blair Kirchhoff, quarterback from Purdue University, if I happen to see you walking in the hallway and we start talking, that's an informal interview. A formal interview is set up with the player and his agent, and they meet with coaching staff, general managers in the hotel room. Thats a formal That would be considered a formal interview. And that actually extends after the combine is over, after the pro days are over and before the draft, because the team can bring in 30 players. For interviews as well, they just can't work them out.
0: I wish I knew off the top of my head somebody who flunked an interview, you know, who, whose career may have been just derailed because of a bad interview. I imagine it's happened. We talk, we hear about Wonderlick scores having, correct, you know, hurting players. We, uh,
1: we hear about a lot of um, weird, even borderline inappropriate questions asked about these guys oh, past sure. at, at these interviews. That's that's kind of what has stuck out to me over the past four or five years, especially. But
2: here, here's the thing about formal interviews and. and there, there is some value in figuring out who the Chiefs talk to or whom a team talks to because um, I remember before I left this beat, <clears throat> Therese Paler, good friend of ours, we used to always monitor. Who did the Chiefs talk to at the Combine? And sure enough, they showed up somehow. That they got drafted, you know, because the Chiefs are getting to know the player. Yes, they can talk to a lot of players, but if they're showing interest in a player in Indianapolis, they're on the radar. I mean, there's, there's hardly – you can't really dispute that they're on the radar,
0: but doesn't mean that they you know information can slip through the cracks. Or I mean, we look about, we, we think about Kareem Hunt. I'm I'm sure they talked to him at the combine. Marcus Peters, who had some issues, Correct. as well. That that can happen as well. There's the combine, and then individual colleges have their pro days, and everyone will have one of those, right? Missouri Correct. will have one. K, K State, uh, KU, they'll all have pro days. Now, if, if a if a you know, draft-eligible college player didn't go to the Combine, he can work out at the pro day for teams, right? And, that, in, in fact, that does happen a lot. It happens a, a, a ton. Because um, because there are no – what we know is there's six Missouri players going to the Combine, I think two from KU and none from K-State, which is <laughs> – Makes you is, want to cry. I know, <laughs> says the K-State grad. But it just seemed uh, – but that doesn't mean Kansas State – Prospects or draft-eligible players won't get seen by NFL personnel.
2: Yeah, absolutely correct, because scouts will converge. General managers will converge on these local schools. The Chiefs will have a presence there, because it would be inexcusable for them not to be there when it's in their backyard. But here's the kicker. If one of these six Mizzou players puts up phenomenal times at the Combine, they'll typically stand by that and will not work out at their Pro Day at Mizzou. What they will do, though, is that they, they they will have the opportunity to, once again, talk to the scouts there.
0: I want to talk about one specific player from Mizzou and a couple other players after we take a break. So we'll be right back with Herbie Teope and Sam McDowell. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars' award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit kansascity.com slash sportsbeatkc offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Back with Herbie Teopi and Sam McDowell, and we're talking NFL Combine because these guys are about to hop in. What kind of car? What kind of car are you
2: My taking? My Jeep Grand Cherokee, baby. It's a Jeep
0: thing. <laughs> taking the Jeep to Indianapolis. You've got the have you got the places that you're gonna stop? Pick down the uh, the White Castle in Boonville, perhaps. Oh, heck
2: or, yeah. White Castle, <laughs> that, 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 that's a must. That is a must in Indianapolis. <laughs> Can't wait.
0: Get that pallet <laughs> ready. Get that stomach re- And get those bathroom stops uh, identified soon after. So, All right. Um, you know, as we were talking, uh, Herbie took us through what the combine was about uh, in the first segment. Now I want to kind of drill down a little bit into some individual players and what the Chiefs – you know, might be doing at this at this combine. But we left it off talking about the uh, Missouri KUK State. Sam, there's a guy that I know you're really familiar with because you've written about him. Uh, Missouri linebacker Cale Garrett is going to be at the combine. This strikes me as an important event for him because he missed the
1: final yeah, what, it was six of or his, seven games. Yeah, because games of his of injury. Um, yeah. But what's, what's funny about him and the, the story I wrote about him that you and I were discussing before we started recording uh, – I covered him in high school that was my last year covering high school was his senior year at Kearney and he didn't have much college interest he was going to Navy but he only had I think maybe two or three total offers and it wasn't until three or four days before signing day that Mizzou finally shows interest in him he had been told he was too slow to play linebacker at the college level he has a phenomenal college career especially given that heck he was playing as a freshman there and now four years later we're talking about him at an nfl combine i still because of that because of what i just said about maybe some colleges not being interested i'm most interested to see what he runs in the 40 um but you know he's a really strong kid he was a uh, he was a state qualifier in wrestling um so i think the other drills he he could do pretty well in, especially the uh the drill that apparently now is going to be on prime time with the, the bench press, which, God, if you're sitting in front of your TV watching <laughs> watching guys bench press. Imagine paying to watch it though.
0: So wait a second. People pay to watch the combine?
2: Oh, yes. In attendance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the NFL opened up a fan observation, I think, maybe three years ago. Yeah, so you will see, and, and Sam will see this. Because as we're walking through the convention center, you'll have long lines of people waiting to get in there to watch workouts. It's, 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 it's impressive, but at the same time, I, know, I don't think I would pay money to watch. I, I know I would not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and, and uh, get back to get back to Garrett here, I mean, we, we saw the value of him to Missouri this year when he suffered his injury. I think it was against Troy. I think it was in a non-conference game. He finished, at, in, and he it, finished the game, He finished right? the game. And Missouri ended up beating, I think, Ole Miss the next week and then and then didn't win again. The game. defense wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. They lost five in a row before beating Arkansas in the season finale, costing Barry Odom his job. Right. That's how good Kale Garrett is, and that's how much Missouri missed this guy.
1: It, it's, to me, he's going to stand out probably more on his game film than he is in a combine-like atmosphere because of what we've already talked about with the athleticism and potentially the speed. But he's a guy with great instincts, a guy that knows the game extremely well, really smart kid, and I think maybe he's a guy that slips further than what he should, and then somebody, once they have him in-house, realizes that, that there's more value there than what they thought. I think for him
2: especially, remember, prior to taking the break, we talked about the medicals. It's going to be especially important for him because a good point. when they start poking and prodding at him, and if he checks out, if he checks out 100%, his value will go up.
0: Same with uh, Tua, you know, the the quarterback that uh, look we're not interested in particularly because he's uh, well. I'll tell you They're what, probably set a quarterback. He, well, yes, but he but if he ends up being drafted by the Dolphins, which is all the speculation, the Chiefs and the Dolphins play each other next season. So oh, sure. But any, anyway, there's another player I want to talk about, another local product who is just to me a fascinating player, and every anybody who watches college football knows Isaiah Simmons. Yeah and uh butkus award winner this year olathe north graduate clemson national champion two years ago was in the national championship game this year he is an incredible athlete yeah he is a five position player he plays all three linebacker positions safety and corner. he's he has done it all he is the sort of to me sort of the future of that position possibly in the nfl and didn't go to college around here. Um, yeah. Ended up helping clubs, like I said, really help- heavily
1: recruited by the colleges around here. <laughs> what really? <laughs> which which tends to happen around wow. here, sadly. Uh, we but- talked about maybe Kel Garrett. That that film would stand out more for him. Isaiah Simmons, I think, is going to tear the combine up because. He could either be – he's going to – if he potentially plays linebacker, and I think, like you mentioned, he's going to be kind of a hybrid position. Maybe the way the Chiefs use, like, Daniel Sorensen on on packages, I could see him being a fantastic fit for that sort of position. But if if he's qualified as a linebacker, he'll run the fastest 40 time for any linebackers. I mean, I remember that kid as, as a track athlete here in Kansas City's senior year, and he was unbelievable. I mean, you've got – at high school track meet 300 kids out there somewhere and people watched isaiah simmons do the triple jump and the long jump just a phenomenal athlete now having said that i didn't expect him to be a top 15 pick in, in the NFL draft. I didn't know he was quite that good, but uh, I think it's a huge credit to the Clemson football coaches for the seeing the athleticism and just saying, just get the kid on campus and we'll see where we can put him and what we can do with him. Because I think a lot of people thought in, in high school he'd be kind of an edge rusher because, because yep. of the athleticism. And somehow that's not one of the five positions <laughs> that he does play, but I, I think he's going to be a fantastic NFL player because if he doesn't fit in one spot, you'll find a spot for him somewhere else. One of the handful of uh, Clemson players who's from either
0: Missouri or Kansas that I give Brent Venables full credit for, Clemson defensive coordinator, yeah. former K-State linebacker and assistant yeah. coach under under Bill Snyder. So, uh, yeah, I, that's, uh, that's a story I'm really looking forward to reading that I know you guys are going to pursue at, at the Combine. How about the Chiefs? What What are the Chiefs looking for? Can Can we start to tie this to what, what positions maybe should Chiefs fans pay attention to? You know, players at certain positions should Chiefs fans pay attention to as they, uh, you know, pop their popcorn and crack open one and sit down in prime time to watch. Watch the guys bench press. <laughs> to watch, to watch the bench press.
2: For me, there's four primary groups. I I think we'll, we'll start with defensive line linebacker, cornerback, and wide receiver. And not ranked in any special order there, but those are the four primary groups that I think the Chiefs have to pay attention to. Just because before you
1: continue, what's funny is I actually had five written down. Those four, and I still think they need to address the interior line, even if it's not with your first or second pick.
2: Okay. That's fair. But, but those four, uh, five. If you, if you had to put them in order, though, I think cornerback's got to be number one. wide receiver, Linebacker, and then defensive line. In in mock drafts that I've seen, way too early mock drafts.
0: It, of course, we'll we'll have our own. <laughs> no exact science to mock drafts, <laughs> right, by the way, people. Right. We'll have our own uh, after after the combine. I'm sure. But they're all the draft. experts. Why don't they agree on who's getting picked? <laughs> well, hey, why come the picks are never right. <laughs> <laughs> which was my point. But I but I did see a n- not a consensus. But if one position seemed to be more associated with the Chiefs than another, it was cornerback. Yeah. Maybe because of the lateness which, with, with which the Chiefs will pick, which is 32nd, yeah. if they don't make a move, and uh, in, in the talent that would be available there. Look, I think they could pick up a running back at 32, but I don't think that's on their radar you know, screen. I, yeah. I've seen
1: that on, on some mock drafts, and to me that doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, Andy Reid in his entire career has never picked a running back in the first round. I don't see why this would be the year. And the
2: cornerback absolutely makes sense because, as we mentioned in an earlier show, they got four cornerbacks slated to be unrestricted free agents. Two of them are currently starters, Breland and Fuller. Guys that are probably going to demand
1: more money than what they were making here that might make it difficult for the Chiefs to hold on to. I don't know that Brashad Breland comes back, even though I think the Chiefs like him and would like to have him back. He was on a cheap one-year deal here. It was a prove-it deal, and he proved it. And he's going to get a bigger contract now, and I, I think that's why cornerback makes most sense to me too.
0: We talked about it last week on our podcast, but um, Herbie, I think it was you that brought this up, and you're absolutely right that you have got to get value in your draft class to you know to compensate for the free agent losses, it's your, right? It's your, it's your cheapest uh, workforce. Right. I mean, that's that, that has to happen. So I'll give you a name of somebody to keep an eye on who might be available to the Chiefs at 32nd, and uh, Missouri fans will be familiar with him. It's a cornerback from Florida, CJ Henderson. Yeah. Not in the first, you know, not you know, he was not the Ohio State Didn't guy. Mizzou passed a touchdown to him, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen his name with a couple of mocks and he makes sense as you know, he's not the top guy, but maybe, you know, in the top five at his position and um, and could be available to, to the Chiefs. Drafting thirty second. The Chiefs have been without a first round pick in the past. And listen, believe me, we are gonna have many, many podcasts about the draft. But the fact that the Chiefs are going to pick 32nd, they can't go shopping at the top of the prospect
2: list. Yeah. Right. But, but I think what they can do at 32nd, take, take a page right out of the New England Patriots book. Trade, trade that pick and accumulate more picks later on, later on in the draft because, as we've mentioned, with so many free agents, and you're going to need to find you know, quality replacements, do it through the draft, and, and the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you get more picks.
1: There's a reason that that 30-second pick is valuable, though, and it's because the guarantee there's an extra guaranteed year for the rookie deal, mm-hmm. so especially those teams that are targeting a late quarterback, that's what Baltimore did with Lamar Jackson. Yep. That that pick could have some value, some some trade values, so I agree with Herb. You know, they had two second-round picks last year, and they both really worked out. They had Juan Thornhill and McCole Hardman. Without a first-round pick last year, They got two good players there. To me, that's the sort of package they should be looking for. Now that you mention it,
0: they got incredible value with those two guys. Those two, Thornhill. I saw him on some all rookie teams, and we know McCole Hardman is a Pro Bowler as a as a return specialist. So that's uh, you know as you as you start to accumulate the reasons why the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. One of them, you know, was they drafted well, and those two first two
1: picks contributed in a big way to the Chiefs. When you look at when you look at the Chiefs' recent history, and I mean, just over maybe the last five years or so, they've gotten a lot of value out of second-round picks. I mean, Chris Jones was 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 another second-round pick, and now we're sitting here talking about him getting franchise tagged and how much money can he demand. So, um, just because guy just because they don't have you know one of these first thirty for one picks, doesn't mean that they can't get. A Pro Bowl caliber player,
2: and a lot of players that are selected in the first round. Some general managers around the league don't even have those players assigned the first round grade, so doesn't necessarily mean they're the cream of the crop. A lot of players will slide; it happens every
1: year. That's another good point. They could potentially get their twenty, their twentieth guy on their board at, at thirty-two. Maybe there's yep. twelve other guys that you know. There's going to be quarterbacks taken in this draft. Chiefs aren't going to have these, these guys on their board. They're not going to be interested in the Joe Burrows and, and Tua's of the world. So. Um, there's going to be other positions drafted. Now, cornerback, as Herbie mentioned, with the pass-heavy way of the NFL these days, cornerback is a sought-after position by every NFL team. You can't have enough cornerbacks. So we all have identified that as potentially their biggest need, and that's going to be a position where, like you mentioned, Blair, that guy might be the, the fifth-best cornerback. They're not going to be getting one of the three or four, I don't think, best in this draft.
2: All right, Herbie, how, how long does this does combine last? It starts Tuesday and it'll run through the following Monday. Okay. Man, that, that's that's a, a long time. It is a long time. That's, it's like a it, Super Bowl. It is, it, it is a Super Bowl. You guys uh, getting
0: a house together? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no.
1: No. We're actually no, no, staying no. at separate hotels, man. <laughs> separate hotels. I gave he him a, Because he booked his first. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> so I crossed that one off yeah, the list and then decided on so the it, remaining one. Sam asked me, <laughs> so where are you
2: staying? Send me the information. I send him the information. And then he, he finally said, oh, I'm staying downtown.
0: <laughs> I thought you were staying at my hotel. And just a month ago, you guys were like in the same, under the same roof. I know, like next door to each other. Well, at least you'll have each other in the car on the way <laughs> to and from. All right, uh, Herbie Teopi, Sam McDowell, thanks. Nice work. That'll do it for today. Thanks to the group that puts together Sportsbeat KC, Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Beth Welsh, Chris Fickett, and Randy Mason. And thanks to Herbie Teopi and Sam McDowell for stopping by. If you like what you heard, please leave a comment and a like. Those help. We'll be back Tuesday for another episode of Sports Beat KC where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.